Welcome to the Reform Journal Podcast, the Poetry Edition, where we engage with the world of contemporary poetry from a generously reformed perspective. Find us at reformjournal.com. This is the Poetry Edition of the Reform Journal Podcast. We come to you regularly to listen to a poet read a poem and talk about where the poem came from. I'm Rose Postma, and today our guest is Laura Reese Hogan. Laura is the author of Litany of Flights, the chapbook, O Garden Dweller, and the spiritual nonfiction book, I Live No Longer I. Today we're talking with Laura about her poem, Colsack Nebula, which was originally published in America Magazine and will appear in a collection called Butterfly Nebula that will be published from the University of Nebraska Press and it will be available in October. Welcome, Laura. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. Great. Well, why don't you start us off and read the poem? I'd love to. Colsack Nebula. The mystics say to dig, hammer the cloud, day and night, that the act of gazing at the long obsidian robe of God undresses unknowing. I have descended one mile underground down a mine shaft in the back of a pickup, and there was no adjusting of the eyes, only the coal oblivion of open veins. I have tracked the dark nebula at the foot of the crux, 600 light years from Earth, and I cannot penetrate your meaning swathed in opaque interstellar cloud, which sweeps light away with dust of loss, blackness of grief. I cannot pierce the absence to find a single ray. I am always imploring you to tell me, beloved, if you have left me forever. I scrabble the seam of your silence. You blot the belly of earth, hollow the cosmos. You ink the endless empty patches. You sharpen my unseeing eyes, so I slip the stars. You hew vast space for yourself in my narrow atoms. I dimly carry this sparking quarry, which slides through my sieved soul. I am always asking you to untie your sack of stars. Yet here, there are diamonds. Thank you so much for that reading. So tell us about the poem. Where does it come from? Well, I was working on uh, the collection of poems, which you mentioned, Butterfly Nebula, which considers intersections of the physical universe, the individual human, and the divine. Um, so the poems are grounded in the natural world, in the sea and on land. But as I was writing them, they also started reaching into space. Uh, so I started looking at all kinds of different cosmic phenomena and became kind of fascinated with nebulae. Uh, I ended up writing many poems which look at a particular classified nebula and all its unique features. Mm -hmm. 
in conjunction with some aspect of the human condition and our relationship with God. I loved the Colsap Nebula uh, because it's a dark nebula located in the Crux constellation, literally the cross. A dark nebula is different than what we think of when we think of a nebula, which is associated with light, because it is just basically dust and gas that actually obscures light. So the only way we actually see it is that it appears to be a dark patch in space, which has obscured light, which to me uh, spoke exactly of the via negativa or the negative way of approaching God. Um, so just a little background on that. There are two kind of contrasting theologies of the knowability of God. The negative, also called the apophatic way, and the positive or cataphatic way. Uh, so the negative way asserts that God is completely unknowable, whereas the positive way, on the other hand, asserts that we can know something of God through God's creation. So the negative way is characterized by darkness, silence, and unknowing, and the positive way kind of gravitates towards sensory experience, images, and sounds. My own spirituality sometimes tilts toward the negative way that God is beyond human knowledge. So even as I reach in prayer for greater intimacy with God, I approach in darkness and unknowing, which also can kind of veer into experience of divine absence, which can be a major struggle in the spiritual life. So perfect for a dark nebula. Um, so these thoughts uh, swirled around in my mind and then connected to an experience I had many years ago when my stepdad, who was a coal miner, took me down into the coal mine. Um, I did the safety training, and then I got into the flatbed, <laughs> the back of a pickup truck, uh, and we drove one mile underground deep into this mine. It, it was a completely overwhelming experience of darkness. I've never experienced darkness like that before or since. I had a little lamp on my helmet, uh, but otherwise it was just utter darkness. Uh, I was also deeply struck by the magnitude of the earth and my own vulnerable, just smallness and vulnerability. So this poem kind of grabbed all of those ideas uh, in the voice of a speaker who feels bereft of an unknowable and perhaps absent God. Uh, she can only listen to the mystics. For example, the author of The Cloud of Unknowing, who wrote that one can only keep hammering away at the cloud of unknowing with prayer. And in the poem, what happens is kind of an unfolding paradox. On the one hand, the speaker can't find her God, but on the other hand, somehow, paradoxically, she can trace sort of the outlines of that dark nebula and detect hints of God working in her life and in the universe. And despite the silence and the darkness, she finds that there is some kind of treasure hidden at the bottom of the mine, in the bottom of the darkness, that the thing being accomplished in her uh, through this experience is something of great value. Yeah, that's really great. One of the things that I love about this poem is the move that it makes. 
um, you start in one place and you go somewhere else. And I had a mentor once say, if you don't know what you're doing in a poem, go somewhere else. So I wonder if you can just talk to me about how you make that move or when you know that you need to make that move to take your reader somewhere totally different. Hmm. So to me, one of the trickiest parts of, of writing a poem like this, which is about uh, something that's really, it's about unknowing. Mm -hmm. It's about the negative way. Uh, it's a paradox in itself because a poem is cataphatic. A poem is expression. And the poem does know something, but it's, it's trying to express the unknowable. Mm -hmm. So this poem does what you're talking about, Rose, in, in a way that's very intuitive because uh, this poem, this speaker is feeling her way through the darkness. So she starts kind of with, or I'm sorry, the, the poem kind of begins with that idea of unknowing mm -hmm. and grabbing onto anything that the speaker can do to make her way through the darkness. So the turns in this poem kind of follow that logic. Yeah, thank you. That's that's really helpful. I, I love I love all those ways of unknowing that you have here. Um, I'm hoping you can read it for us again and we can experience it all over again. I'd love to. Colsack Nebula. The mystics say to dig, hammer the cloud day and night, that the act of gazing at the long obsidian robe of God undresses unknowing. I have descended one mile underground down a mine shaft in the back of a pickup, and there was no adjusting of the eyes, only the cold oblivion of open veins. I have tracked the dark nebula at the foot of the cracks, 600 light years from Earth, and I cannot penetrate your meaning, swathed in opaque interstellar cloud which sweeps light away with dust of loss, blackness of grief. I cannot pierce the absence to find a single ray. I am always imploring you to tell me, beloved, if you have left me forever. I scrabble the seam of your silence. You blot the belly of earth, hollow the cosmos. You ink the endless empty patches. You sharpen my unseeing eyes, so I slip the stars. You hew vast space for yourself in my narrow atoms. I dimly carry the sparking quarry, which slides through my sieved soul. I am always asking you to untie your sack of stars, yet here there are diamonds. Thank you so much for reading and talking today. Thank you so much for having me. You can read Colsack Nebula at reformjournal.com. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for listening to the Reform Journal podcast, the poetry edition. Be sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and until the next time, explore all the great poetry on the Reform Journal website. <laughs>